Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we do that, did I get you? Almost. (laughs) (laughs) It was so close. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Travis, how's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been going good. Still riding the no car train, so that's fun. (laughs) Still nothing? (laughs) Still nothing, but I'm I'm working on it. Uh, Just... Uh, I'm looking through Facebook and going like I have a family friend who's looking at auctions for me too so we're just trying to find something that's low miles and reliable and good gas mileage cause... what happened to the uh, just going out and getting a new car man <laughs> well that didn't exactly pan out the payments were going to be astronomical uh, yeah. Yeah. and I didn't want to deal with that so yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And then, other than that, I did go out and catch one movie in the theater, and I watched one at home. Uh, I went and saw Suicide Squad. And then on Netflix, I watched the last part of The Fear Street. So, oh, 1666. Nice. All right. I guess first things first. Uh-huh. Uh, since it came out first, Fear Street. Yes. All it in was, all? It was good. Um, it was a lot better than I expected it to be. I like how they wove everything together. Um, if you really want to classify it, the last part, so part three, would be split into two, into two parts, because they go, they show the past in 1666, and then they have the other part, which concludes the story which started with the first part so 1994 oh really yeah huh which i thought was pretty awesome uh yeah no kidding just all around it it was great i would highly recommend watching those if you're a fan of horror and Hmm. rl stein (laughs) (laughs) well there you go nice very Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm. well i'm glad that you liked them that's good i did yeah me too that's good um but you said you so you went to the theater and watched i sure did the suicide squad i did very nice and thoughts i i loved it it was very very it was very very funny i i knew it was going to be violent but i wasn't expecting it to be as violent as it was but no complaints here because it was amazing and a great surprise and we are uh, trying to stay away from spoilers too right just right. so that everybody knows <laughs> in case mm-hmm. they're like well i haven't seen it yet we're trying to stay away from spoilers yep uh yeah it was it was very very good very funny uh james gunn did a great job mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everybody had great parts in it i mean margot robbie she already kills it as harley quinn and it yeah it was great i really enjoyed it right okay yeah, uh, so I, I I did end up watching it at home. Okay. Uh, just because any of the time that I did have time, it was like mm-hmm. late at night, so <laughs> couldn't go to the theater then. Sure, right. Uh, or, you know, if it was morning, I was sleeping, so there's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But 
Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it too. It was a lot different than I was expecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like, I guess I really don't know what I was expecting with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, beforehand they had said, you know, that nobody is safe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, they're just saying that. You know, they all, they always say that for these kinds of movies. But, yeah, nobody is safe. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, so, again, no spoilers or anything like that, but... Mm-hmm. Oh boy, there there were some things in there that I I got I got mad actually. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I I am gonna I am gonna cut this part out so nobody will okay. hear what I have to say after this. But okay. Uh, to get back, hello again. We are back. Uh, to get back into non-spoiler things, there were some parts that I felt were too dark and i don't mean like material wise i mean like lighting wise well especially that beginning part when they're on the beach Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's just dark it was yeah it was very hard to see i mean i was fortunate enough that the theater i saw it at their bulb was pretty good so it was easier to see but i could definitely see on like a home tv that it wouldn't be as easy to see it right right uh but yeah so that was that was kind of my gripe mm-hmm. i guess but yeah other than that it was just kind of like uh like you're saying super funny because it's james it's james gunn mm-hmm. so if you if you like his other movies you'll like this one uh mm-hmm. writing wise i should say uh the visuals were fantastic for the what parts of the week that i could you know fully mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. uh there were a lot of marvel people in there yeah wait a lot of <laughs> wait a lot of marvel people well, not like characters, but like the actors who played characters and stuff. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I was gonna say one other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the effects were fantastic as well. They were. King Shark look. King Shark looked great. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And even Weasel looked good. <laughs> we- Weasel Weasel looked a little too realistic. He did, but it was great. <laughs> was we- Weasel motion captured by Sean Gunn? Yes, he was. Yep. Okay. Okay. But yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where it is very gory. It is a very hard R. And I mean, if you if you get a little bit squeamish around that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. then definitely might not be for you but at the end of the day it is it is a dc movie it is a james gunn movie um and it is a good time and also extremely very rated r <laughs> yes very much so not for kids just everything that peacemaker says he's just such a he, he is just such a d he really is <laughs> <laughs> and i'm excited to see that show that they do right right and i mean like they said it's a prequel series right and then steve agee is mm-hmm. back as john economos okay the warden of bell reeve penitentiary and aid it to amanda waller so he's he's supposed to be the warden oh okay gotcha she was exceptionally horrible this movie like this time around amanda like, waller yeah yes absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I mean, it, 
<laughs> I guess going from the other suicide 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 squad <laughs> suicide squad to this one she definitely ramped it up oh definitely like very much so mm-hmm. um but yeah viola davis can just wow like her <laughs> her performance in this movie was just fantastic it was gun initially used a hammerhead shark design in the comics found from the comics but found mm-hmm. it awkward to film the character with other actors due to his eyes being on the sides of his head gun settled on a great white shark design similar to the one seen in the harley quinn animated series though this was a coincidence that this as this that series was released after filming for the suicide squad began mm-hmm. gun gave king shark a dad bod to make him look less like a mammal as well as small eyes a big mouth and a small head to avoid the cute anthropomorphic beast design seen in popular characters like baby group from his guardians of the galaxy films and the mm-hmm. mandalorian's baby yoda right um but yeah no, no uh viola davis is amazing uh oh yeah i i found it funny that uh steve i'm i'm probably totally pronouncing this wrong steve agee or right i just i just said it yeah yeah steve there uh was fantastic as uh john economos Mm -hmm. and as the stand-in for king shark on set yep (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah yeah i definitely i recommend it mm-hmm. just know it's probably not the kind of film that you're going that you're expecting to see yeah it is definitely like if you go and watch the first suicide squad and then this one they are remarkably different oh absolutely just yeah just completely a complete like 180 from another it's yeah it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just fantastic <laughs> perfect well with that being said should we hop into uh some of our movie news since we've got a bit of it today let's do it sir all right so i know we've kind of talked we touched on it when we when we had the trailer announcement mm-hmm. uh for jackass forever mm-hmm. that bam margera was not in the movie and he was actually like kicked off production basically mm-hmm. and now he is suing the production and johnny knoxville and all of them because basically he said that the the drug test that he tested positive for mm-hmm. uh that they ended using to kick him off the the movie was adderall which he uses for his adhd and they knew that he used it for his adhd mm-hmm. and that yeah the, he's got a a whole whole big complaint going and basically saying that he he signed a an agreement that he wouldn't be using drugs or doing any of this and to prove it he'd have to do all of these steps to remain mm-hmm. on the production and they did they basically forced him to sign that and they said that, that or he was saying that well his, his lawyer is saying or sorry the suit is saying that the agreement is draconian and is basically physical torture plus legally unenforceable uh and Basically, the suit also says that Bam Margera did not slip up. He followed the provisions of the wellness agreement to a T at great personal cost. Mm-hmm. And just to have the rug kind of pulled out from underneath him. So we'll have to see how this all goes. Uh, he he did file for an injunc- injunction on the release of the movie mm-hmm. to try to stop the release of the movie. But okay. that's really unlikely to happen. 
So he's also demanding monetary damages as well. I mean, rightfully so. I mean, I, see, but though, if they don't use his footage, then, like, would he really, would he deserve the funds then? I mean... Well, he's saying that basically without him, Jackass would not exist. That's true. Okay. So that, uh, basically, that the original footage from the first MTV season traces back to his CKY crew mm-hmm. before the others came on board. And that Jackass would have been impossible without him. That's true. Because, I mean, then they got Johnny Knoxville, they got Steve-O, mm-hmm. they got everybody else. So, I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see kind of what gets uncovered. Like, if they actually used, say, Adderall, mm-hmm. you know, a test for Adderall to kick him off. And, you know, what all is within the agreement and things like that Mm -hmm. we'll have to see most definitely thank god we are not a law podcast no absolutely (laughs) absolutely uh so going from jackass 4 to Mm -hmm. john wick 4 uh we have another cast member that was added in and that is clancy brown has been added in to the john wick 4 cast which already includes obviously keanu reeves ian mcshane lance reddick uh but then also like we talked about before donnie yen uh mm-hmm. and hiroyuki sonata mm-hmm. and i'm having trouble pronouncing that name that yeah i mean basically production is already underway and now they're adding clancy brown i really like clancy brown he is an underrated actor and he he does like a lot of villain work mm-hmm mm-hmm I mean, he's gone to be the villain in the new Dexter revival, so that should be interesting. Yeah, and I mean, he was uh, Shawshank Redemption. He was the cap- yep. Captain Hardly or Captain Hadley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he voiced Surtur in Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Yep. Uh, I mean, he's been in, like you said, a lot of stuff. Uh, Mr. Krabs in SpongeBob. Oh, that's right. Yes, he is. <laughs> uh. But yeah, yeah, and then like you said, he's in the Dexter revival TV series. Mm-hmm. He was in an episode of The Mandalorian. Okay. Well, that's right. He was in Starship Troopers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was in Highlander. And the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across <laughs> the eighth dimension. Hmm, interesting. Well, Coda, I think that that's a good addition to the cast. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to see what his character is. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be like um, the one dude in the third movie who shot the dog. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't remember his name, though. Oh, I can't either. Um, Chapter three, Parabellum. Was it Barada? That's might be correct. Yep. Okay. And Jerome Flynn, who was Braun in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Was he in anything else that I would know? Not really. Uh, but yeah, so Barada in, in John Wick Chapter 3. I, he, I wonder if he's going to be that that type of character where he's not, uh, obviously not doing like martial arts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he is kind of a, a foil to Keanu Reeves' character. Unless he's like, I could see that, or like maybe he is a friend of uh ian mcshane's character in like another country because like they're going international 
They right. are. Production is already underway in France, Germany, and Japan. Oh, I was going to say, if it was in Ireland, that would make a lot of sense. But that just didn't do me any good. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, France or Germany. Oh, true. Because, well, we had the, we had the Italian one. Mm-hmm. Continentale. Uh, so, possibly, possibly another uh, head of a continental hotel in a different mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. That's definitely possible. Uh, is sorry. I want to double check one thing here, quick. Sure. Well, I think I figured out uh, Hiro Yuki Sonata's role. Oh, did you? Okay. I think he's going to be the head of the Continental in Japan. That makes sense. Okay. Or he's going to he's going to have something to do with the Continental in Japan. Mm-hmm. If they're if they're having production in Japan, oh, I want to go to Japan, but. So yeah, we got uh, Clancy Brown, okay, joining up with the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to other movies that have people joining the cast, mm-hmm. uh, Martin Scorsese's Killer of the Flower, Killers of the Flower Moon, and also a movie called Brothers, have both added Brendan Fraser to the cast. Well, look at that. He hasn't been in anything in forever, and now he's got two things coming out. Look at him. Well, he he does have. Season three of Doom Patrol is coming out here pretty quick. That's true. Yep. He was in No Sudden Moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's been doing a lot of like TV stuff for a little while. Sure. Uh, and then he's in The Whale, which is the Darren Aronofsky. Oh, okay. Yep. Movie. I think we I think we talked about it a little bit. I remember talking about that one. Yeah. So he's he's in that one, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he he's actually the main character. Okay. Hmm. So we'll have to see how that goes. But yeah, so uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, like we said, it, it is Martin Scorsese's next film, mm-hmm. and it has get this, I know this will be a shock. <laughs> Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh my God! So crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also has Jesse Plemons. Mm-hmm. And now it has uh, Brendan Fraser. And apparently he's going to be playing a character called W.S. Hamilton in Killers. Mm-hmm. Huh, interesting. Well, it'd be good to see him in something again. He's an underrated actor that he gets a lot of flack, but he doesn't deserve it. And it looks like... Oh, really? Okay. Uh, the other movie that he's he's signed on for... Uh-huh. Which I believe, did I see, was... Yeah, uh, Brothers is currently in production in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But that one has Brendan Fraser, obviously, we just said. But it also has Peter Dinklage, Josh Brolin, and Glenn Close. Ooh, okay. That's another good cast. And then uh, one of the writers for Brothers actually wrote a few different things. Uh, mm-hmm. He wrote uh, a little movie called you know Men in Black 3. Oh okay, Holmes and Watson. He wrote <laughs> okay. the uh, he wrote the screenplay for uh, Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. and also uh, Idiocracy. So you know one or two, one or two movies, and also uh, Madagascar Escape to Africa. <laughs> okay, all right, uh, and that's one of, one of the writers for Brothers. So he, it is kind of hit and miss. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta admit that, but. If it's got Brendan Fraser, it's got Josh Brolin, Peter Dinklage, and Glenn Close. Fingers crossed. 
I'll have on both hands. Yes, crossed. <laughs> Fingers, toes, legs, arms, everything crossed? Exactly, yes. Perfect. <laughs> Alrighty. So, just kind of continuing on with people being cast in stuff. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Holt has been uh, cast as uh, the star in the movie Renfield, which is a universal movie that's coming out that is the story of one of Dracula's henchmen. Basically, in the in the original story, or in the novel, I should say, R.M. Renfield was an inmate uh, mm-hmm. at an asylum. They thought he was suffering from delusions, but he was actually a servant of Dracula. So okay. right now, there haven't been any kind of plot stuff put out there, uh, but it is not going to be a period piece. It is going to take place in modern times. Perfect. Okay. And then Chris McKay... And it looks like is actually directing that one. Mm-hmm. So he did. He directed the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> That's a great movie. It is. It is. And he also directed the Tomorrow War with uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I still need to see that. I do too. I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it looks like there's going to be a Wolfman movie coming out starring Ryan Gosling. Yep. And then a, another Van Helsing. Uh, with James Wan producing. That'll so be cool. you got a little bit of a horror element to that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that that's actually one of the things that they were saying is that uh, they really liked the, 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 the Renfield kind of story that was pitched to them because it mm-hmm. wasn't, uh, it wasn't like a horror type of movie. Right. Whereas, I mean, if you got James Wan producing a Van Helsing pick, it's probably going to be a little bit more horror. Uh, and then also, we just had the Invisible Man. That's right. Yeah, we did. Just right before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so, if Universal is starting to build out their dark universe again, but maybe taking it slow this time? Yeah, they bit off more than they could chew with Tom Cruise's The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, the first one was, uh, what, Dracula Untold? If you, I mean, if you really want to think about it, sure. Because, like, I don't I haven't seen that one, but... Yeah. From what I heard, I mean, it was, that one was a period piece, but at the very end, they kind of had, like, a his character in modern times then mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I know that they were, they were going to do Invisible Man with Johnny Depp, right? I heard that, right? And then they were going to do uh, Wolfman with... Uh, I don't think it was Javier Bardem. It was, um, why can I not think of his name? Are you thinking of Benicio Del Toro? I am thinking of Benicio Del Toro. Because they did a movie with him. It was, uh, I want to, it was in the 2000s. It was just called The Wolfman, and it was uh, Benicio Del Toro and Anthony Hopkins, and I believe Emily Blunt. They did, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, 2010. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I got to I got to double check something here quick because they had a or Monster Universe cast photo that had Oh, okay. So, uh the cast photo that I was thinking of mm-hmm. had uh Johnny like it's it's everybody in just like normal clothes or whatever and suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, had Tom Cruise, it had Sofia But uh Butella. Okay. It had Johnny Depp, it had Russell Crowe. Because okay. he was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Right, yep. 
and it did have Javier Bardem, who was going to be Frankenstein's monster. That's great casting. I like that. And then the mummy happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we've talked about that uh, ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, that just was not good, but I hope they redeem themselves. I really That'd be do. Nice. That'd be nice. Uh, so, yes, we have Nicholas Holt starring in Renfield. Uh, we had the Invisible Man. We have Ryan Gosling uh, coming in with a starring in a Wolfman movie. Mm-hmm. James Wan producing a Van Helsing movie. Mm-hmm. So it it looks like, like I said, it, it feels like they're trying to get the Dark Universe back together with different casting this time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, trying to take it slow, something that they should have done originally that I feel like they would have had a lot better movies than trying to jam characters in here and there between the movies kind of things. <laughs> or not 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 try to have one movie to expect it to start off a franchise. Exactly. I mean, in all reality, if you really want to think about it, the movie that started it was The Invisible Man, and I'm okay with that because that mm-hmm. movie was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Invisible Man, I think, was made pretty cheap. And uh, yeah. it, it did pretty well. It did it pretty did, well. Yeah. And you think, and you go back to 2010 mm-hmm. with Iron Man, right? 2010? Was that 20, tw- Iron Man 1? Iron Man 1 was oh, like 2008. 2007. Yeah. 2008, sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. Iron Man 2 was 2010. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, you go back to like 2008 with the first Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That one, I mean, yeah, they had money, but they didn't have they didn't have Disney money at the time. No, they did not. And look at everything that that's launched as of now. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, we'll have to see how this all goes. If they play their cards right, they they could have an actual, you know, dark monster universe mm-hmm. kind of thing going. We'll have to see. We'll have to see if they start trying to make them interconnected. That'd be nice. I would like to see that. Yeah. Yeah. A nice interconnected uh, Frankenstein meets Dracula. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the mummy versus Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The son of Frankenstein. <laughs> the divorce of Frankenstein. <laughs> no, I mean, there, there was a son of Frankenstein. Yeah, there was. But then I think they killed off the character at the very end mm. of the movie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, to give them credit, they probably didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> so looks like at the end of Son of Frankenstein, two mm-hmm. characters pursue the monster to it to the nearby laboratory where a struggle ensues during which the monster tears out the false arm of one of the characters. The other oh. character swings on a rope and knocks the monster into a molten sulfur pit under the laboratory, saving his son. Hmm. So the monster dies at the end. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see how that all goes. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we're going to have to see how it all goes is this new deal that Matt Stone and Trey Parker signed with Paramount. <laughs> yeah, jeez. They, they, they just made a deal uh, for $900 million, mm-hmm. but they have to provide... 
14 new movies uh, and South Park is renewed through season 30. So they have 14 movies that they have to produce by 2027, which is two movies per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, or through 2027. So two movies per year for Paramount Plus in addition to what six more seasons because the 2022 season will be the 25th and then through the 30th season wow yeah through so they this new deal goes through through 2027 Mm -hmm. wow they have that's a lot on their hands Mm -hmm. i mean i i can guarantee they're not gonna be full-length movies Um, they're probably going to do like what they did during the pandemic where they had like the pandemic special and the vaccination special. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to do, cause those were like hour long episodes. Okay. So I could see that cause it was like a movie. So I could definitely see that happening, but I just don't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I think they're going to need that $900 million to buy a Casa Bonita. Yeah, the, the, well, they want to. They are in talks with them to buy it. They are. They yeah. are. Which is a restaurant that has been featured on the show uh-huh. uh, in Lakewood, eh, Colorado. Be, yep. Eh, Benito. Eh. So they might they might need that nine hundred million dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that they, is yeah. that is now now that is now a thing apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I like it. Bring it on. The other thing that is now apparently a thing mm-hmm. is a possible sequel to Chronicle. It's about time. <laughs> well, like, that's the thing, is this is going to be probably a completely different team that's taking over, or that's doing all of this. Yeah, I think I heard, didn't, like, don't they want to do, uh, like, a female lead? Like- yeah, so what it's looking like right now is that so after the first movie did really really well mm-hmm. they tried to get a chronicle 2 going with max landis writing it who wrote okay. the original screenplay mm-hmm. but then he got dropped off the project because they weren't happy with the script <sighs> okay and so now i i don't know who wrote this script mm-hmm. it doesn't really say uh but and I don't even think Josh Trank is on board either because I don't see anything for who's directing it or they might be in talks. We don't know yet, but yeah, right now it's going to be set, you know, 10 years after the original one, which if it's releasing in 2022, it will be 10 years after the original one. Right. <laughs> which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be instead of three high school boys, it's going to be uh, a group of college-age women who get powers. Okay. And so it's going to be a tale from from there from the female point of view. It'll have been ten years since the event happened in Seattle, and a lot of it is going to deal with like cover-ups and stuff like that. Okay. All right. So we'll have to see how it goes. Definite. I hope they get this on on board and start filming because I would like to see a sequel. I really would. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, basically, they're just the they're just finishing college. You know, this is their journey, and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because there's definitely a difference of I guess I guess community mm-hmm. between high school and just finishing college. There right. absolutely is. Mm-hmm. 
And so we'll have to see how everything uh, everything goes. Sounds good. I am looking forward to it. Almost 10 years since Chronicle came out. That's crazy. I know. I remember like we had just converted to digital when that came out. Oh, really? Yeah. And that was like 2010. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I want to say that was like the first or second movie that we got after we transitioned. Because I know the first one was, I believe, The Gray. Okay. Okay. That is not one I've seen either. That's a good one. You should see that. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Sounds good, uh, man. <laughs> but one movie I do want to see mm-hmm. is actually apparently been acquired by Apple, and that is Argyle, which is the new Matthew Vaughn movie. Right. Yep. That we've we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. So uh, it looks like... Well, they were they were asking two hundred million dollars for distribution rights, basically. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they've they've got a they've got a pretty stacked cast. So, uh, I, I know we've gone over this before, but Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, Bryce Dallas Howard, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Samuel L. Jackson, and then uh, Dua Lipa, the singer. Okay, sure. They are all going to be in this movie. It's apparently based off of a book that is going to be published, okay. like this year, mm-hmm. or sorry, uh, will be pub- published in a major launch in 2022. But wow, okay. I think I think the thing that has me worried about this is that it's going to feel a lot like a copycat cash grab of Knives Out or Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, I could see that. I mean, we know it probably won't be like Kingsman. No. So, well, hmm. I mean, it with that cast, it might. It could definitely. Uh, but yeah, basically, it looks like the the spy novel of the same name follows the world's greatest spy as he is caught up in a globe-trotting adventure. So, not a detective, a spy. Okay. But at the same time, I mean, you think you think Argyle, you think. Well, my mind goes to uh, CSI KFC. Uh, (laughs) Benoit Blanc. Uh, Uh Uh-huh. Well, that and the name just, like, screams, like, rich. Because it makes me think of, like, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Like, he wore Argyle sweaters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Argyle socks, you know, all that. Argyle socks, yeah. All that jazz. And all that jazz. I don't even know why I quoted that when I hate that movie, but <laughs> because I set it up perfectly for you. I that is know why. you did, and it was intentional. I could tell. <laughs> so I'm, I know, I know they're talking. They're, it's about a spy, but it just has me apprehensive mm-hmm. about it. Well, we haven't seen anything on it yet. I think we need to give it a chance until we know more. Right. Right. So there's apprehension, but I'm still mm-hmm. going to give it a shot. I'm still going to watch the trailer. I'm still going to see if I want to go see it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to, uh, how to segue to this next one, but there's a Hunger Games pre- prequel coming out in er- er, that's going to start production in early 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about Did them they, segues? Uh, the perfect segue, sir. Perfect segue. <laughs> 
did they even make a prequel book series? I don't think so. So this is just like an original idea, basically. Kind of. To kind of go off of what the original movies, well, books, movies did. And then going off of, maybe it'll... I'm intrigued. I am. Uh, So it looks like, did he... Okay, so it looks like the the director of Catching Fire and Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 is returning for this movie. Okay. And then the the author, Suzanne Collins, mm-hmm. will serve as executive producer and will write the film's treatment. And okay. then uh, a different person will adapt it into a screenplay. Mm-hmm. So it looks like the, the original author of The Hunger Games is going to basically come up with the story and and you know kind of all the beats and everything like that and then somebody else is going to actually adapt it into a screenplay kind of thing okay uh but what it's it's looking like right now is that basically it's going to follow president snow but at age 18 when he's not yet president of pan am okay so his family's fallen on hard times uh, he sees a chance for a change in his fortune when he is chosen to be a mentor for the 10th Hunger Games. But he is assigned to mentor the girl tribute from the impoverished District 12. Oh, okay. They did make a book about this. This is the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. They had a book come out. Uh, it, oh, it, is, that, is that an actual it, book? It is, yeah. It, it hasn't been out for too long. I want to say within the last five years. Oh, okay. See, I didn't. I didn't know that. I do apologize. That is on me. Uh, like I knew that they were going to call it the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I was going to mention that. Completely forgot. Mm-hmm. Publication date May nineteenth, twenty twenty. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so just uh, just over a year ago mm-hmm. is when it was released. But yeah. So basically, it'll uh, it'll start production next year, uh, early next year. Okay. And then. It'll either be 2023, 2024 when it's released. But yeah, they haven't even started production yet, so they don't have any casting or anything like that. They just have the director who's going to be, you know, they kind of need the director to help mm-hmm. with, you know, designing everything. So, Who could they get to play a young Donald Sutherland? Donald Sutherland's grandson? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, like, let's see here. Uh... I mean, does Keith does Kiefer Sutherland have a have a son? Uh, I don't think so, but he's a pirate, so who knows? I'm sure he. Does. Oh, he he has three sons. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh no, that's sorry. That's that's Donald Sutherland's sons. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, it had Kiefer Sutherland and. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. It looks like he has a daughter. Okay who is Catherine Meyer in Veep. Okay. Might be a little old to play the role. <laughs> Born February 18th, 1988. Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, young Donald Sutherland. I mean, it looks like they're, they're saying like 18 years old, so it's going to be... It's going like to be young, someone young. Someone young. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know he's a little bit older. Okay. But he he's very big nowadays. Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet. I like that. I like that. I can see that. We'll have to we'll have to see. Most definitely. Oh, but he, that's right. He's gonna be Willy Wonka. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. So that's going to take him off the schedule. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, ding dang it. Gosh darn it, shoot. Alrighty. So we'll, we'll have to see how this all pans out. We'll, we'll keep you up to date with any castings, everything like that. Most definitely. Moving from stuff that hasn't started yet to stuff that is finishing up. Disenchanted has wrapped filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the director and Amy Adams... I lost my mouse. Where's my mouse? There's my mouse. Posted a an Instagram photo. Uh, so uh, Adam Shankman mm-hmm. posted a photo on Instagram uh, with, a, with a caption, Myself and Giselle, or Amy Adams, would like to say... And that's a wrap. So they finished filming in Ireland? Okay. Well, I'm going to shoot in Ireland, yeah. And it looks like they are shooting, or they're, they are confirming a 2022 release on Disney+. Plus. Perfect. So it looks like this one is not going to the theater. It is going to Disney+. Plus. You want to know what? I am perfectly okay with that. And I mean, it still has it has Amy Adams, Patrick Dempsey, yep. James Marsden, and Adina Menzel, the incomparable Adina Denzel. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm okay with that as well, mm-hmm. unless they unless they do that thing where they're like, well, it's on Disney Plus, but you got to pay for it for the first couple of months. Oh well, yeah, then I won't. But <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Sometime in 2022. That's awesome. That's another sequel I've been looking forward to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 2022 is closer to where we are now than 2020 is. That's very true. So we are, we are closer us. to 2022 than we are far from 2020. Exactly. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Uh, <laughs> we, we tried our best. We did, we did. So we'll, we'll have to see how this all goes. Uh, we really got to keep going here because it is... Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh-huh. We talked about it before. Uh, Clifford was pulled from the UK cinemas. Oh, darn shoot. Uh, but basically now it's just completely off. It's been pulled from the Toronto International Film Festival, which was supposed to be like its premiere, uh, everything okay. like that. It's been completely pulled from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to. It's it's been it's been delayed. the The release has been delayed. Mm-hmm. But because it has been delayed, they pulled it from this year's Toronto International Film Festival. Wow. I mean, I get it. I mean, with the new stuff coming out and everything i mean it Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate for them i don't plan on seeing it but i'm sure they could have made some money yeah oh yeah that uh i mean like i said i'm not gonna see it either but yeah uh, (laughs) if i want to see clifford i'll watch you know the the pbs kids show exactly that's been on since 2000 uh yep (laughs) We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see when they finally decide to release this one. Perfect. With that news kind of finished up, I think it's time mm-hmm. to move on to some trailers. But before we do move on to trailers, you can get uh, yeah. I'm gonna try that again. You can catch us on Facebook or Facebook.com/slash/moviesareathing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at moviesareathing. No spaces, dashes, slashes, anything like that. At moviesareathing. Come on over, say hi. Please do. We're lonely. No. <laughs> Alrighty, let's go ahead and move on to the trailers that we have. The first one 
is Cry Macho, mm -hmm. which is a Clint Eastwood movie. 91 years old. And he's still kicking butt. So, basically the premise of the movie is that Clint Eastwood is an old rodeo rider. Yep. Something happened, and he's no longer a rodeo rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, his old promoter or boss or something wants him to go into Mexico to find his son because his son is in trouble and yep. bring him back. And shenanigans ensue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think one person had it pretty on the nose, at least my guess, is mm -hmm. that it's going to be basically a combination of The Mule mm -hmm. and Gran Torino. See, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw the trailer. Because, I mean, you know, he's going down to Mexico. Mm -hmm. the, everybody, you know, Clint Eastwood, old white guy. It, it seems like it's going to be kind of a setup for a Gran Torino kind of film. Mm -hmm. But then also he's bringing the kid back to the United States. So we'll have to see how it goes. It's going to be premiering. It's actually going to be on HBO Max. Is it? Okay. Perfect. Yeah, on September 17th. So just okay. over a month away. Nice. But like I said, he is he is 91 and he is still directing and starring in this. That's just amazing. I mean, I always knew that he was going to stick around for a while, but yeah. he still looks great for his age. He, he is. He's he seems a bit more quiet and a bit more raspy i could yeah and he does look a little bit more uh frail i don't like to say that but he like in he the does. way he was walking yeah and like i mean that it could be just the way that they wanted to play the character mm -hmm. or it could be his age yes i don't know i mean i kind of want to watch the movie it's going to mm -hmm. be on hbo max Mm -hmm. So this one, I don't think, will be in theaters. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I do apologize. In theaters and streaming exclusively on HBO Max on September 17th. So it will be. In, it's going to be the same kind of thing where it's in theaters and streaming on the same day. Okay. I just completely missed that in theaters part. <laughs> uh, so if you want to go watch Clint Eastwood on the big screen again, you can. Cry Macho, September 17th. Yeah, it looks good, guys. Go watch the trailer. The next trailer that we have is kate wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean basically the premise is uh the one the only ramona flowers herself mary elizabeth winstead mm -hmm. uh is an assassin mm -hmm. but she gets poisoned and she only has less than 24 hours to try to get revenge on those that poisoned her yep and she's going after the yakuza boss <laughs> And can we talk about her car for a second? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I love the color of it. Like that pink. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, it, is, it is a neon pink inside mm -hmm. and underneath. Mm -hmm. uh, but this, this is one where just describing it doesn't really do much. It is a Netflix film. Yep. So I would suggest going to watch the official trailer for Kate from Netflix. And I want to see if you agree with me on this. Does it remind you of John Wick mixed with Scott Pilgrim? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it it does. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> You're like, I need to watch that trailer again. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I'm just looking at 
Okay, I'm looking at the director for Kate. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the second unit director or assistant director on Snow White and the Huntsman and Maleficent. Okay. Uh, he was visual effects on uh, The Ring in 2002. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, and Dead Man's Chest, and then visual effects supervisor on Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And then he took over directing, like his, he has one feature film director credit to his name right now, before Kate, Mm -hmm. and that is The Huntsman Winter's War. Oh, I like that movie. It was Dees. (laughs) So, uh, that's the one credit that he has, and now he's got Kate. Uh, and this is Cedric Nicholas Troyan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, so we got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yep. We've got Woody Harrelson came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then basically all the rest of them I don't really know, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they probably got those two, you know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Woody Harrelson, and were like, okay, there's our budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. Glad to see Mary Elizabeth Winstead, like, that she's getting, like, leading role, like, leading role, instead of just being, like, a side character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, she had 10 Cloverfield Lane back in 2016. She did, which, I mean, that was a good step for her. I mean, and then she was kind of the lead in Scott Pilgrim. She wasn't Scott Pilgrim, but... Yeah, I mean, she, she was, yeah, she was, the like, the other lead. Yep, right, and then she was one of the main people in Birds of Prey. Yeah, she was. I forgot she was in that. <laughs> How could you forget? She was the Huntress. <laughs> it's not a bow, it's a crossbow. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then, let's see. Oh, she was in... Oh, I guess I didn't see that. She was in Gemini Man. Oh, yeah, she was. But, oh well. Uh, <laughs> there's there's that movie. Mm-hmm. And then now, yeah, now we got Kate. And that... It looks good. I would go watch the trailer. It should be it should be some fun. Most uh, definitely. On Netflix September tenth. So this this will be a week before uh, exactly a month from now, basically. Okay. Uh, a week before uh Cry Macho. Okay. Fantastic. Sweet. Uh the next trailer that we had looked insane. Mm-hmm. Cop shop. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. Uh Gerard Butler. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Frank Grillo. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. Basically it looks it looks like Frank Grillo did something to get some not so good people mad at him. Mm-hmm. And so he gets himself arrested so that they can't kill him. Except then people start getting themselves arrested so that they can come into the jail to try to kill him. Yep. <laughs> or they just come into the jail to try to kill him. One of the two. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh <sighs> It looks nuts. It does, but it does. I think it looks good though too. Like it's right in my wheelhouse of what I like. So, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, this one will be in theater September seventeenth as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, apparently we've got September seventeenth. <laughs> uh, but Gerard Butler gets to go a little crazy in this, so that's going to be fun. And Frank Grillo, I mean, come on. Right. Right. Well, he was, in, and he was in the gray. Yes, he was. To bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sure was. I wa- Okay, who plays that creepy guy? Uh, he was wearing the blue shirt. Um, uh, Anthony, but now he goes yeah. by the less formal Tony. 
Yep. <laughs> uh, Toby Huss. Okay. Who it looks like he was Big Mike on Reno 911. Okay. Uh, sorry, I gotta go down. He was JJ Tex McCready on Glow, the TV series. Okay. Uh, John Bosworth on Halt and Catch Fire. Never watched that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Warden Granville on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nine Nine. Two episodes. Okay. All right. Oh, he was Officer Stevenson in Ghostbusters, the 2016 movie. Ugh. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if he's actually. Wait. Hold up. He he did a lot of voices on King of the Hill. Okay. All right. Uh, he played Con Senior. Mm-hmm. Cot- <laughs> Cotton Hill, Joe Jack, uh, among others. I love Cotton. <laughs> Hello, Hank's wife. So he did. He did the voice for Cotton. All right. Uh, he was Artie in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, okay. All right. He did a couple a couple episodes of Hey Dude, Mr. Ernst. <laughs> so his character reminded me of Steve Busch of Steve Busch- Steve Buscemi's character from Con Air a little bit, just the way like he was addressing everybody while yeah. they were in prison. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, he was also in Down Periscope. Okay. He was Nitro. Yeah. And I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah, and Anthony was uh, Toby Huss. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then it kind of looks like kind of the same thing that we were talking about before with the other with uh, Kate. Mm-hmm. You know, they got Gerard Butler. They got Frank Grillo. Mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of count Toby Huss. Oh, they got Tate Fletcher as well. Uh, sorry, I just know him because he's an extra in a lot of movies that you can really tell who he is because he has a very specific beard, I guess you would say. Okay. Like, if you see a bald dude with a big beard, usually like a pointy mustache, mm-hmm. that's Tate Fletcher. Uh, okay. So, like, John Wick, mm-hmm. the one dude when he's in the nightclub, that he grabs by the beard, mm-hmm. like when he's up in the balcony area, I don't know if you remember that, and, like, bangs his head on a table, I think. That was him. That was Tate Fletcher. Okay. Kind, I mean, I kind of remember that, but uh, now that you say that, sure, that makes sense. But yeah, he was also in Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> awesome. Uh, he was the Scorpion recipient. Scorpion. So the the guy that... Um, oh, who was that? Who was the bad guy? Uh, that Bobby was... Bobby Cannavale. Yep. Cannavale, yeah. Uh, when he had the, the Scorpion, like, crawl out and, like, sting the dude... Mm-hmm. The guy that got stung was uh, Tate Fletcher. Mm. So, like I said, he he's very, very recognizable if you're looking at, like, you know, kind of like the stunt performers. Gotcha, but, like, he's not, like, a well-known name, but you could, like, pick him out if you needed to. Yes. Gotcha, okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> he was the creepy trucker uncredited in We're the Millers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, we've got all of that. Mm-hmm. The last one that the last trailer that we have is called The War Below. It is a World War One movie, mm-hmm. which we don't get a lot of anymore. No, no, we don't. Or just in general, we don't get a lot of World War One movies. But I guess 1918 was a World War One movie. 1917. That one, too. <laughs> they made the sequel really quick. Uh-huh. Not sure yeah, you heard did. of it. <laughs> 
Um, it, it's late. That's my excuse. No, you're uh, fine. <laughs> but basically, the war below is about the, the 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 British troops digging under no man's land to try mm-hmm. to get to the German trenches and uh, bunkers and stuff like that, so that they could blow them up. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically, you know, they were they were losing the war. British were losing the war. They had mm-hmm. to come up with a. God, keep on hitting my microphone. Uh, they had to come up with a plan to try to turn the tide of the war. And so they went and found some miners mm-hmm. that were working uh, in the mines. Go figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, they were civilians. So they weren't in the army or anything like that. But they actually went and, you know, dug under no man's land, like we were talking about, to get underneath those bunkers to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, it looks pretty good. It does. I don't know what it is, but just something about the camera work bugs me. Like, I, I want to see this movie, but just, it, it's it got that look of, like, you're watching something on, I don't want to diss BBC, but, like, a lot of their their stuff has that, I, I, do I want to call it a British look? I, I just don't know how to explain it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, let me, let me, uh... I've got it playing right now here as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess it, it feels very much like the camera is locked off. It's not very dynamic mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, there's a, dy- there's a shot where it's moving, but uh, I can definitely, I guess I can see what you're talking about where mm-hmm. it kind of has that almost, almost Downton Abbey feel. Yeah. But it's world war one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I guess I don't really know how to describe it either. But yeah. I can definitely, I can definitely see what you what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. But like, I I am a sucker for this kind of stuff, so I want to see this. I'm I'm gonna give it a chance if we can find it. Exactly. Let's see if I can actually find something here quick. Okay. Alrighty. So it looks like September of 2021 is the release date okay. for here for here in the states. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it all goes. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, then I think it's time to head on into some movies that are premiering this week. Because we have those this week again. Yes, we do. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) The first one that we have is one that we've been waiting for and waiting for and waiting for some more. Mm -hmm. And that is Free Guy, which is rated PG-13. A bank teller, who discovers he is actually a background player in an open-world video game, decides to become the hero of his own story, one he rewrites himself. Now, in a world where there are no limits, he is determined to be the guy who saves his world his way, before it's too late. IMDb did not have a score for this one, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at an 86%, and Metacritic is sitting at a 64 I'm so excited to see this. Finally! It's about time. <laughs> I mean, how long have we been waiting on this movie? Uh, like over was, a year. It's been over a year. Yeah, it's it's well over a year now that we've been. It was supposed to release. Like, wasn't it? I think it was supposed to be like May or June of last year. It was something like that. Yeah. But then everything happened, and mm-hmm. uh, it just kept on getting pushed back. Yeah, and then they wanted to do Christmas. That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then now May. we're getting it May, and then 
July. Well, August, sorry. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, it, we're we're in August now. We certainly are, and I shouldn't have said that because it's the ninth. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, this is this is definitely on my on my to watch list. What with you know Ryan Reynolds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fun. A good a good way to escape. I don't know if it's supposed to be hot this weekend or not, but a good way to escape it. If you're here in Minnesota. There you go. There you yeah. go. Uh, oh, and I did read that this is... Oh, Tate Fletcher is also in this one, too. Uh, hey, there we go. <laughs> uh, this is actually the last on-screen appearance of Alex Trebek. Oh, that's right. I remember hearing about that. That's sad. Mm-hmm. And the movie, the movie will be dedicated to him. Good. So uh, I recommend going and watching the movie definitely you'll hear about it from us next week yes <laughs> i hope I, I i honestly don't know if i'm gonna be able to make it oh no we'll see okay all right so looking forward to this movie me as well me as well and i think i'm actually looking forward to the next one here as well me too which is respect mm-hmm. and that is rated pg-13 Following the rise of Aretha Franklin's career from a child singing in her father church, father's church's choir to her international superstardom, Respect is the remarkable true story of the music icon's journey to find her voice. IMDb does not have a score for this one. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 71% and Metacritic is sitting at a 58 I can just hear it now. If I still worked at the movie theater, I can hear people coming up and being like, can I get a ticket for R-E-S-P-E-C-T? <laughs> and I would just have to roll my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I can see yep, it. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so they, they do have Jennifer Hudson as Aretha Franklin. Yep. So they, they've got somebody with some pipes to be mm-hmm. the, 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 <laughs> the star. Definitely. And then it looks like uh, Forrest Whitaker is also in it. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Marlon Wayans. Interesting. Really? Okay. You know, I've been seeing the name Nevea a lot more recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, become a lot more common. Yeah. It really has. It really has. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait. Really? Uh, Reverend Doctor James Cleveland is being played by Titus Burgess. Okay. You ever watch uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, yes. Titus Andromedon. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. No, this is this is something I honestly didn't even know that this was being made, I guess. Like it didn't even pop up on anything that I had seen. And then I saw a random trailer for it mm-hmm. uh on TV. And I was like, "Wait, what? Where did this come from? It look it looks super good. It looks super good." It does. I can remember seeing trailers for this at the theater. I want to say before we closed, like right around like within the first couple months of 2020. Okay. Okay. And it was just like a little teaser trailer. And I was like, oh, Jennifer Hudson, that's perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then watching the trailer, I mean, that it's just spot on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it looks like if you like biopics, this mm-hmm. might be something to kind of keep, uh, keep in your back pocket for the weekend. Definitely. Uh, and so I think it's about time to head into our last movie 
okay for the day and that is don't breathe 2 which is rated r a sequel set in the years following the initial initial deadly home invasion where norman nordstrom lives in a quiet solace until his past sins catch up to him imdb rotten tomatoes and metacritic did not have a score for this one and you don't plan on talking or seeing this so this is all me <laughs> this is i know we we just did the um we just had saw the trailer mm-hmm. for it but yeah this is not something that uh that you plan on seeing <laughs> correct okay well i plan on seeing this i don't know if it'll be this weekend or not as i would much rather see free guy but i i'm i am excited i i find it weird that they're making this guy the hero but then when we talked last time it's like was he really the villain though so i i guess it makes sense um i'm i am intrigued to see where they go with this with the story and everything um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it it should be good that's what i'm that's what uh it's kind of looking like yeah and like it's got Stephen lang in it he's fantastic i mean he was great in avatar and wait i said his name right right Stephen lang yeah yeah okay perfect which he was the the general in in avatar yep. if people don't know uh but yeah it's it should be a good time i am excited fantastic I'm I'm glad that you're excited. So, before before we go, yes. Which order will you, will you see these movies? Because you do want to see all Ooh, of them this week. I do. So, which order are you going to see them in? Well, I have to go with my man Ryan Reynolds first, and then I would go. Oh, this is hard. Respect or don't breathe. Um, you know, I'm a sucker for a biopic, so let's go respect. So, it, just in the way we have it. Okay. Free okay. guy, respect, and then don't breathe too. Very nice. I am so very close to being the same. <laughs> Except I'm just knocking that last one off. Just get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking respect goes a little bit higher than free guy? Well, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm saying get don't breathe too out of here. Just gone. Oh, but oh, then gotcha. other than that, it's the same. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's... Uh, Mm. we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes but i really don't have anything else travis do you have anything that you would like to say i do not know okay well before we go i do want to say go ahead and visit us at facebook where facebook.com slash movies are a thing we are also on twitter and instagram at movies are a thing no spaces dash slashes anything like that at movies are a thing we also have a patreon if you want to help support the podcast patreon.com slash movies are a thing come on over we might have something we might not i don't know it's a question (laughs) other than that i got nothing man (laughs) so i'm guessing it's probably about that time i think it's about that time here it comes thank you for listening to movies are a thing be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us see something because uh performance performance see here what do we got we've got 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll be back. Okay. I need to go grab a root beer. Uh, yeah. I'm going to need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> I don't work for you anymore. Ah. <laughs> 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 How about you come in on Sunday? <laughs> Well, sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> it's true, I do. <laughs> Mondays suck. <laughs> Are you Eric the Bike Man? I sure am. Eric the Bike Man. It's true, I do. Too. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Alright, I'll be right back. Sounds good. See, that looks cheesy, though. Mm. That was loud. I'm back. <laughs> Good call. Mm. So what's cheesy? I was watching this trailer. is for a movie called Great White. And it's about these... Like this couple, they go on vacation. And they're on this like two, two or three person plane. And they land and they find a dead body. They decide to leave their plane crashes and they are on this life raft and they're drifting out more and more in sea but the but this great white shark or this pack of great white sharks are chasing them and trying to get them hmm it looked really cheesy so i was like oh if this is good quality it might be okay but no it looks like sharknado <laughs> Alrighty. Uh let's see here. Sorry, I gotta get a little bit more reorganized here. Amateur out. No, I'm just joking. Hey meow, what are you doing? <laughs> hey meow. <laughs> meow. Uh somebody's popular. <laughs> no, just alerts. Oh, those are even better. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't want a vulture. Gross. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kind of just looking at vulture something things. here. Uh, 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 what did I do with it? Hold on. There it is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he fell into my knife. He <laughs> fell into my knife six times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, dude. dude. Let me see if I can down periscope. <laughs> uh, can we zoom in for a second? Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom. My supernova <laughs> girl. I didn't think you were going to go that far, but you exceeded my expectations. I did. I did. And usually, like a pointy. Oh, sorry. Uh, get rid of that and that. I get rid of that too. Yeah. And that and that and that and that. Okay. Uh. <laughs> da, 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 da. That podcast was a marathon. <laughs> We've been recording for almost yeah. two hours. Wow.
two hours. And that includes one potty break. (laughs) (laughs) How do you make it through a movie, man? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm usually very good at that. I am. Yeah, yeah. When I'm at home, it, yeah. (laughs) All right, man. All right. (laughs) You, uh, You have fun with that. I will. And, uh... We'll go from there. Sounds good. All right. All right. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.